Hi gang, welcome to the podcast. Got, got, got me again, your maid, and Mike. Good evening. Happy Chinese New Year. Is it? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Good knowledge. To all you Chinese people out there. and you know, <laughs> Start listening Chi- to the podcast. To all our Chinese fans. Yeah. Got literal millions of them, I assume. Kinshi Wawa. That's just made it up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you did. Also, Rob's you know here. what? If you'd gone with more confidence, I would have just assumed that was something Chinese. Yeah, happy new year in Chinese. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you just got balls out of the bag. No one would have ever called you on that. I'd have gone, oh, he's quite valid. Because we have no fans, Chinese, or otherwise. Run away my Chinese New Year story, which happened at work today. True story. Um, I mean, I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You've got an hour. So, at work, we've had to put up all this Chinese New Year paraphernalia. Like dragons and shit. Dragons, a member's this calendar, and it's got the years on it. Of what, like, what is next year? So, it's the dog. No, it's rubbish, but... Uh, I'm a rat. I figured that yeah, out. I think I'm... In every sense. Yeah. In every <laughs> sense. I'm and in the Chinese sense. Hog slash pig or whatever it is. Oh, I yeah. Think. A few people have had today. A few of my colleagues. Mm. So, you know, we've had a bit of fun with it. David's... Um, a horse, so we've been making loads of jokes about his dick. Um, one of the girls is a sheep, so David said, ha ha, your husband's a sheep shagger. <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, not bad at all, yeah. Fair uh, play to him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you man. Yeah, yeah, he is good, yeah. man. That's some yeah. David-related stories. Would you describe there. him as good value? He is very good. Would I want a beer with him after work? Maybe not. But to make a day at work go quickly, easy amount. Fair play too. Uh, so, you know, we've been having a bit of fun with the customers. You know, they go, can I have my latte? A latte, please? Small latte? And I go, yeah, by the way, what year were you born in? You're an ox. No, I'm not one. Chinese name, blah, 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 blah. So, and this happened, so it's not even for comedic effect, right? This actually happened today, <laughs> right? All good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> woman comes, kind of a small mocker, please, no problem. Small mocker, Dave. Yeah, cool. Uh, what year were you born? Blah, blah, blah. All right, that makes you a mum. <laughs> Bloody hell, I hate Mondays, do you? This was a really accidental partridge moment. <laughs> Bloody Mondays, are you happy weekend? Monday comes quick as you like. Oh, small mocker. You were careful down the road. It was a monkey. The lady was a, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a black lady. Uh, <laughs> kick saving a <laughs> view. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that is a... Yeah. That actually uh, happened. <laughs> Bloody racist Chinese people getting you in trouble. Oh, that'd make you a Mondays, eh? Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> Monday, bloody Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually. Yeah. Um, really encapsulates uh, <clears throat> the frustration of a Sunday. But uh, working where I work, it's been a, a real heavy, um, you know, because we have to, like, make our place theme to stupid yeah, days. Yeah, I had no idea it was tomorrow. So, um, the other day it was Valentine's Day. It was yesterday, yeah. Yesterday. Uh, got your end away. Got my end away. Um, at one point <laughs> I did say, is this a pity shag? <laughs> and am I raping you? And she went, no, and a bit, but go on, it's all right. Oh. <laughs> in, in jest. Ah, oh. um, but that's 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 what oh. it is. That's the way it is. That's awful, like you're terrible. terrible that's terrible. that's real romance. Is uh, it though? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, 
so yeah, yesterday, uh, the guy I work with, David, oh, by the way, today, so he talks a lot. He's like a human encyclopedia. So today we've talked about... What a real shit, one it? <laughs> yeah. Well, today we've talked about... I say we've talked, I've listened to eight hours of... Talked about when currency was actually real gold. That's a while back. Yeah. Richard III, Sigmund Freud, the Magna Carta, um, the amount of wealth in the mountains in Afghanistan. Um, I say, like, he's in a very... Like one way conversation. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. So uh, David does that to the customers, but in a kind of they like him, so you get used to him, and like they go, "Ah, oh, Dave, you were telling me about how much oxygen was in the air three day- days ago." I googled it, and you know, you were right. That kind of thing. So uh, there's this lady who uh, constantly comes to the cafe. Most people like warm to him, so you'd think he was weird, but. I think after the second visit, second visit, he's like, he's grown on you a bit. Like a fungal infection. Something <laughs> like that. So there's a, a Greek girl who comes every day. And uh, so David was like, and every day he like says something in Greek. Like imagine, mm. imagine Bongiorno's Greek or yeah. Savas. We'll do his old Bongiorno, Savas, you know, in Greek. And she always looks at him like he's, you know, told her that she smells or something. Like he real, like real inappropriate reaction to like somebody trying to be a bit nice. Grant, he's a bit strange, but you're like, you know, he's it's not that bad what he's saying. He's just saying hello in Greek or whatever. Uh, so she always goes, you know, looks a bit like, I don't know, offended by him or a bit weirded out, that kind of thing. So then uh, on Valentine's Day, he says, you know, bonjour, no, so, you know, um, you doing anything this Valentine's Day? He's been saying it, by the way, to every woman and every man who's walked through the door on the day. Like, as I said to <laughs> one guy who looked well. him a bit strange, I said, he's an equal opportunist, mate. He's no, literally everyone, said, yeah. what are you up to this Valentine's Day? And happy Valentine's Day to every person who's come by. So uh, so this Greek girl, he, he, he does his usual bonjour, so about in Greek, I know it's not Greek. And, uh, and then, you know, what do you get up to, you know, in Greece today? And she's like... Um, I don't know. And he was like, what do you mean you don't know? You know, the Greeks must have some like special Valentine's Day things. And she said, they probably do, but I'm not Greek. <laughs> <laughs> and then David goes, yeah, you are. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> and then she says, no, I'm not. And he says, well, why did you tell me you were Greek? And she says, I never told you I was Greek. <laughs> and then he says, where are you from? And she's like, I'm from Barcelona. And he goes, all right, but why are all your friends Greek then? And she says, my friends aren't all Greek. They're all from Spain. <laughs> that's that's And then he just went, well, you know. And then he said goodbye in Spanish. And, you know, all was well. That is <clears throat> frighteningly strange, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but, but true. Also on the same day, though, so this is for, like, triggering him. So he does things like that. But I was taking the piss out of him that day. So, like, uh, so one girl, like, you know, he was doing his spiel with, and she looked a little bit scared, but was kind of, like, you know, being nice to him, I guess. That's the general reaction. Mm. Slight fear, but also, you know what? He's not that bad, and this is fun a little bit. 
Yeah. Right. I don't uh, think you can. Yeah. So for one girl, there. I went when she left. I went, Dave. I think you had a fan there. That didn't go too badly. And he went, Yeah, she's probably a lesbo though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old. Where's Dave uh, from? Dave is an enigma of an enigma. Like he doesn't did answer my question. Tell I don't know. <laughs> I've worked with a man for two years. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, fair like enough. he doesn't tell you anything about his private he's life. He's English, but like, and this has been after like two months of like properly working with him and kind of trying to get at it most days, like. Some kind of Spanishness in his family. Oh, okay. Well, but like but he doesn't talk about his family or anything, and yeah. like kind of closes up when you talk about his family, and then starts talking about you know where okay. fridges were invented or something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, his last thing on Valentine's Day again. This is the last David-related note. Uh, where I said I think you you know he did all right today. Got good some good feedback. A lot of good fans. And he was like, nah, the only ones that like me are old goats and mingus. That's it. Yeah, that's a rough place to be in. But you, Rob, you have anything exciting happening on Valentine's Day? I mean, I was there. No, but you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But you can lie if you want. (laughs) Did you two do anything together? Give yourself a baby oil massage each I think we had a bath and skulls oh, right. were actually baby I did do something more primal like whack each other off no no I mean I, I forgot my charger in, in his in his room and I had to go and get it after he'd gone to bed so I was a bit worried I'd see more when I wanted to but he just seemed to be asleep so he just peed in his mouth seemed a, li- yeah. <laughs> yeah. a little bit disappointed I was you. a bit yeah <laughs> yeah I can't, can't deny it. Well, we, uh, we had pancakes on Tuesday. And pancakes on Tuesday, yeah, I made pancakes. Courtesy of Aid's yeah, fine handiwork. How many pancakes did you make? Uh, only about five. Cause, Good um, amount, though. Yeah, Good because, amount. You know, How big were the pancakes? Decently sized, like plate-sized. Yeah. You might as well tell our viewers your recipe then. Mate, the same way everyone else makes pancakes. How was that then? It's, it's eggs, flour... Not a lot of these feral idiots know how to uh, eggs, flour and pancakes. milk. It's the easiest thing in the world to make. No Nutella though for you in this house, was it? No, no matter how many times I repeat the words don't be those guys, uh, the co-op refused to serve me Nutella. Because apparently they didn't have it, but that has to have been a lie. They must have took a hit on Nutella though that day. Yeah, they must have done, because there was absolute, like, they even had like a little section which was clearly a pancake section. Because it had the eggs, flour and, and um, like lemon juice and various other things like of that type. And also they had a, a cardboard cut out of a man saying pancake day. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know where they got that picture of me, but you know fair place. <laughs> well, it was frighteningly lifelike but... <laughs> What's it what's for, the proper name for Pancake Day? Shrove Tuesday. What's that all about then? Uh it's Apparently Jesus just had loads of pancakes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the day before Lent starts, isn't it? So Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent, which is the day yeah. afterwards. So Shrove Tuesday is just a, a weird thing. I don't know how pancakes work their way in, though. It's a bit weird. I told you, mate, Jesus. Yeah. He made them. He loved a fucking He made pancake. them and fed 5,000 people. First with pancakes, <laughs> then <laughs> tried it with fish. Yeah, that was like throw up after no. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah what did you have today after pancakes five... and immediately after fish 
Wouldn't you have it the other way around? No, he, he tried first with pancakes, realised he couldn't quite feed us all, and then was like, fish might be better. <laughs> Actually, he told me the only reason he stopped with pancakes was he got a repetitive training injury from flipping them repeatedly. I basically got to a point where he's like, look, lads, if this carries on anymore, I'm not going to be able to crack one out later. So, <laughs> no, we're on I'm going to go against Jesus on the podcast. Why not? There might be some weird right wing. God bother. God bother, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, let's just not give out our address and we'll be okay. I think. Maybe. I will see. But yeah, we had steak as well yesterday. Nice. Good steak. Good steak. Good steak. Pancakes and steak? No, No, we had pancakes today before. Oh, yeah, today is Thursday. Keep up. You know what the most exciting thing that happened to me this week was? Um, you know I work at that... Kissing on Rob? <laughs> no, that's that's just standard. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, that's become frankly banal. Pretty routine. So passe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, the, the most exciting thing that happened was, you know that mental health place I work at? Sometimes. As in, they do policy, it's not mm-hmm. like it's... You don't work with mentaloids. No. But, like, so I was in there, they doing my thing, and they've got uh, a new starter who, in work terms, I think might be the fittest person I've ever seen. Uh, which obviously means in real Male life. Male or female? Female. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, eh? This is 2018. If you want to grease Fuck the buns off some <laughs> hard-bodied Brad Pitt lookalike. But, but anyway, yeah, like... I'd lick his abs. She, I think, might be the fittest person I've ever seen at work. Probably makes you in everyday life, you know, like seven or eight or something. PE teacher. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you totally got that. But yeah, like, but so luckily. She works, sorry, she works at the mental place. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, like, that's the ideal level at work for me, though, because she's obviously so fit, but, like, doesn't even distract me because, you know, I can't even convince myself I've got a shot, if you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, so I'm she, she So she doesn't work for your company? No. So that's a good combo. Mate, not, so far my league it's not even funny mate so you're not shitting on your own doorstep hypothetically if you were <laughs> to it's not worth no. considering Mike at all even even a little bit but it did make me notice that like as a company I don't know if I've been in IT too long and this is just what it's like in offices but they do have a really good proportion of attractive women where? This mental mental place. health place yeah. she got mental health I've no idea. It's not the kind of thing you ask, but no. Hey, for you, mate, you got to hope she oh, does a bit. Did, did, I, did I tell you my other mental health foundation story? Mm, no, you told us that one. So I was sat there, there's a guy opposite me, like, mm-hmm. who sits opposite me, and he's... Um, no, he, no, he's not. He's, yeah. he's, he's a good one. He's on the phone <laughs> to this guy. So, like, if you run the, the London Marathon and you're raising money for charity, mm-hmm. right, there's obviously, like, fees and stuff. So you have to make a certain amount of money. You have to, I think it's 1,700 quid is the minimum that you have to get to or something by this time or they essentially don't let you do it. And then you get like kind of a black mark thing. So if you apply again, like it's much harder to get another spot. So so it's kind of a big thing. So so the guy like was phoning this, this guy who's in charge up and he was like, they were going through the list of people who hadn't made it. And like some of them were, you know, like, the guy's got like 600 and 1620, but he was like, yeah, I mean, still send him a reminder, but, you know, don't be all, you know, you've got to get this money type thing. And some other people, there was like a couple where they weren't quite there between them, and he was like, well, the bloke's there's like 1900 quid, so maybe we just 
email the, the woman and they're like, you know, come on. Uh, but anyway, so then they got to this one guy. Like, I don't, his name was... I can't remember his name. And it's just like, yeah, so yeah, he went, yeah, yeah, no, no, he, he's in jail. <laughs> I was like, uh, at this point, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so it's like, the, the guy was like, yeah, yeah, did, did you not hear? And the guy, I couldn't hear if you read him before. yeah, in jail, like, yeah, murdered his girlfriend. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what the hell was going on? And then, but then he's like, yeah, it's on the BBC. Yeah, like, you can see, like, there's a story, like, he's, like, one of the pictures they use is him in the marathon last year with the girl. <laughs> And he's in, like, one of our, like, best with, with the charity's name on. But, like, they blur it so you can't see it. So he is mental. Yeah. Apparently he had some issues, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, but then it kind of ran enough with, with like, I like I was asking him about it afterwards. Can you show, I'll Google this later. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll show you the guy. Um, Did you meet him? No, no, he didn't work there. He yeah. was just, like, he was a member of the mm-hmm. public who was raising money mm-hmm. for them. Because what these guys actually do is they just they raise money and they do like policy stuff and mm-hmm. and they do like public outreach and, and stuff and like awareness, not actual. They don't work directly with mentaloids, as you call them. Um, but but yeah, so afterwards he's apparently he was talking to the guy and he's like, yeah yeah, don't 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 think we'll probably get any more money from him as, as he's in prison. And the guy with him was like, yeah, well, I, mean, I don't think it matters too much if this guy gets black marks. I mean. Not gonna be able to run it for at least twenty six years. So, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> like just random. So, random what about shit. this um, bird at work? When what does she look like? And mate, mate, we've moved on from that. She's yeah, moved on to a killer. No, <laughs> yeah, when you, it's when a stone cold killer. When you're a guy like me in a, a loving and controlled <laughs> state yeah. of uh, okay, again, mate, status. Like, You've got to live vicariously through other people. You've so missed like, the point of you this are one. so dad, <laughs> and not the good like traits in dad either. But like that's that. what, mate. You'll you'll get there. No, but like you, you're missing the point. Was mm. she was so fit that like it wasn't even like a oh I'd like it's just like it was just you know. Have how, you actually talked to her yet? Only briefly, like but like. But she was so fit, but it wasn't like a, I'd like to have sex with her. It was, it was more admiring it like you would a, a work out. It's like, oh yeah, nice work, yeah, but you've done well. Despite now. how we might come off on this, we, we are, we've always been those kind of guys, yeah. even before. Yeah, it's not like age has done this to us. No. We've never been alpha male. No, People will say stuff like, I'll smash it to each other. Yeah, because why would you? Well, Richard Keyes. Gets you sacked. Doesn't <laughs> easy. Yeah. Crazy bastard. I just crazy. said mentaloids, but I'd never even say that in real life. No, me neither. Well, I mean, I would, but only as a joke. Like, only, you know. Yeah. yeah. As, a, as a To thing. another person who'd kind of get that you were yeah, being not, serious. Not just to a random stranger I'd just met. Unless yeah. they were obviously a mentaloid. And I was arguing with them about it. Yeah, so, so that's my week. And other than that, it's just been, you know, the same old shit. But I'm off to Australia this weekend. So I've got one more day before I can put my goddamn um, out of office on and turn off my work alarm, which is literally the best feeling in the world. It might be more fun than the actual holiday. Yeah, the, the, the feeling of knowing you don't have to go to work is awesome. Is actually better than going somewhere. I do live... I am aware, though, that the Monday I get back from Australia, Hell. I'll, and I'll just flown back from Australia, <coughs> and I'll just be like, oh, no. are you, are you, How many days have you got off in when you get back before you actually start working again? Just the next day. You're going to be in hell, mate. I know. You might commit suicide, though. <laughs> I know. 
Yeah, we need to we need to watch me, I think. <laughs> need to keep an eye on me. It'll be like, yeah, it's going to be a proper weird... Because it's really hot there at the minute, so... You're going to be jet-lagged to fuck, aren't you? Um, possibly. I don't get it too bad, so... I'll be able to just sleep, so, you know, so get back in the middle of the day. I should be okay, I think. We'll see. We'll see how I pull through, but... But you might... Fingers crossed. You've got... We should put you on suicide watch. Yeah, immediately. Well, when I get back, anyway. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, that's that. Should, should, we, should we should we do a bit of Predictatron, see what it got up to at, at last weekend? Was it good, bad? Um, It was kind of indifferent. Can let us down. Um, as I think we all suspected they might. So last week it was Hoffenheim and Mainz to both score, Sassuolo and Cagliari to play out a draw, and Can to beat Gingham away. Now, they drew as well. The other two came in, but but Can got the big draw. But we we so we just got our money back in the end. But that was fine. Like we, we weren't expecting too much from last week really. But we've got we've got new bets for this week. New bets. Uh, FA Cup in um, in England this week. As as we were saying before, I'm actually really happy that it's FA Cup <clears throat> this week, so I won't miss it. As I told you playing. just before the, uh, the start of our broadcast, I'm delighted Liverpool are out because I don't even need to do that halfway mm. house thing. Yeah. I just don't give a shit. We're playing Huddersfield away, I can't get excited about that. <laughs> nah. Is that on a Saturday? Dunno. Yeah, Possibly. But like, I was thinking about this of well, the old magic of the cup thing. Like, I mean, is that just from the generation where like the FA Cup was one of the few games you actually watched on TV? It's like a family and stuff. It's the only thing I can think of. I think there's a whole Wembley thing on it. But, yeah. But the old Wembley, not the current one, I guess. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's, it just doesn't feel like. So I was thinking about it. I feel like I. The like Champions League final is like a bigger deal for, for for me, and I would be like if United aren't in it, I'll still watch the Champions League final. I won't watch the FA Cup final if United aren't in it. No, I'll watch both. Yeah, I'll watch both because the thing with the FA Cup is like uh, the Champions League. We, we well, maybe not now, but because it's always on BT. But the FA Cup you can have on the background the final during summer. Yes, yeah, so I don't know if you'll remember Rob, but we um we didn't we didn't see a lot of the start of the Premier League because we, we didn't, didn't have, have Sky, Sky. Yeah, so, a lot so of I still remember getting excited about the FA Cup because it was literally the only domestic football yeah. like I watched more Italian football as a kid yeah, per hour yeah. Than, than I actually watched English football because it was on TV I do think like you know all the extra games on TV and stuff in the league has proper hurt the FA Cup yeah, the overexposure to yeah, football like, well, it's like you see these teams Every week, anyway, on TV. And this week, they're just playing like, a rubbish yeah. team. In a worse football. tournament. Yeah, it's, yeah. Also, a lot of the time, they take it less serious, so like, there's not even a novelty of. Like, yeah. They're really mm. you know, going for it in the cup, and that <clears> value survival in the Premier League a lot more. But I don't yes. know how, how would they improve it? Would they go the Europa League route where. You give it a chance. That's, that's, what, I, that's, what, I mean, that's, that's what the I only do. thing I can think of that makes I any do. sense. Like I don't top three, like, yeah, top three. If you get Champions League, League and the winner of the FA Cup gets. I think it'll happen with the yeah, I, think I don't like the semi-finals being at Wembley either. No, nah, me neither. It takes a lot away from it, in my professional opinion. Takes a lot away from Wembley. 
Yeah, it's just a bit. And like you don't, you don't need it there for, for money or anything. You you know you'll sell Wembley to anyone for anything, lads. Just leave it. Just leave it. But they never will, Rob. They never will. Anyway, um, so the point of that is basically there's, there's no English Premier League games in Predictor John this week. There hasn't um, been for a while, though, has there? It um, doesn't no. feel like we've, we've touched on No, we on had that. one the week before last. We had a couple. Did we had Stoke to do something. To, get beat, to beat Stoke or something. Or we met, we had Stoke to win, I think. Maybe. I think it was Lambert's first game. I think it might have been. Yeah. Lambert. Yeah. yeah. Still weird appointment. <laughs> like, uh, me and Rob were talking about this. Like, when I think about Paul Lambert, I only really remember the Norwich and Aston Villa, Paul Lambert. And so, like, I, I went and made first point to him. I was like, you know what? I mean, like, if you get the Norwich one, like, Villa, you could make an argument. Villa had been a, a, a Marlborough club for a while. Yeah, I wouldn't hold him directly responsible to Villa. Yeah, so I was like, that's not a bad appointment. But then Rob reminded me, he's actually had several jobs since Villa. <coughs> and I was like... Yeah, I've got a fan who's a oh, You know what yeah. was an and equally bad... fan, and it was pretty bad. It was an Lambert, equally yeah. strange appointment on paper, but it seems to have worked its up in a good way. Swansea. Swansea, Swansea yeah, that's been... Unbe- he's walking on water <laughs> right now. Like, he really just, is. As a party piece at half-time, he just starts walking on water. For but, as I was saying to you, mate, after watching... Um, uh, can't remember who they beat like, quite recently. It was on TV. Most that, teams have played recently. As I said to you, though, I was like... I do think they're going to be in exactly the same position oh, next year. Yeah. But, 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 like, when we were doing what, this... What, with him getting carted out? Yeah, because yeah. I think so, I think they're a team, but where, like, I think their players dig in and go, I don't want to get relegated. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get... Leroy Fur's like, I can't do this again. I've done it at QPR. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't there. But I, I think it's... But I do think he's done a sterling job. Yeah, yes, yeah. But they're, they're a lot like um, Southampton, but to a lesser degree, I guess. And I'd be a bit more annoyed if I was a Southampton fan. But we talked about this on podcast last week. Like, you can't blame no manager can. You make the team worse every year, yeah. and then you blame the guy you've got in at the minute for it. But the you problem, just sell the, best but the, players. the problem, like Southampton, I've got is that with transfer fees rising all the time, then they end up like having yeah. to pay a. You know, 20 mil for that career lad who looks a bag of shine. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. said to you, it might be the worst signing anyone's made in January. And he might score three goals. Is that that lad from Monaco? He looks absolutely crap. But if you think, like, in the real world, inflation hasn't been that high. It's mm. just in the football. The football world has overtaken inflation more and than the real. And then some, and then some, and then some. So if you think, I mean, it's yeah. not Saints' fault. But the money they stocked up doesn't look that no. good now. No. Like you got no. well, what, like 30, well, mid-30s for Mane. Mane is now, if Liverpool decided to sell him tomorrow, they'd get 70s for Mane. At least. But it's like the thing, like, remember when... Lovren, we'd get less. Remember in Liverpool... I think Lovren, we, we, yeah. I don't think we'd get 10 mil for Lovren. Lovren Lovren's what you might call damage. Like, remember when Liverpool... Sold Torres for fifty mil, and in the same window bought Carroll and Henderson for that ex- like exact well fifty mil. But mm. well, we got Suarez as well. Yeah, did they not get Henderson in the summer? And no, I mean, that that, that summer was Suarez and Carroll. 
No, that was January, wasn't it? Sorry, that January yeah. was it was it was Suarez. Yeah, and like, it was actually a bit more than fifty between the two of them as well. But the thing with even though it looks a bit ridiculous but after a season with, uh, with a real winner still again. Now. But the thing with like the, yeah. going back to that is like it's similar where like people go, ah, oh, but wasn't it great? But we've still spent thirty-five million on Andy Carroll. Southampton's going to be the same way. Like, wasn't it amazing that we got Van Dyke sold for seventy-five? You spend like twenty on that career lad who looks. Yeah, mess. yeah, that is just because you've got money coming in doesn't excuse I, buying shit. Man. Yeah, it's not just the inflation of price. Well, it is completely because I don't know. You do it on Champ Man, don't you? I just saw my best guy for eighty mil, but I've had to spend sixty-seven of it on, on a very guy. average man. Yeah, but I tell you what, actually, I'm a football manager. Just on a side note, like particularly on the new one. Like anyone I buy for less than twenty million always works out miles better than if I spend big money on someone. Yeah. Like my big money signings are always a bit ropey. Well, you know. Whereas like when I bring someone in who's quite young and I just go, Yeah, I'm gonna give this guy a chance. They always turn into superstars. Yeah, it is a bit weird. That Sheffield Wednesday team of mine was kicking about with the best midfield in the Premier League, a four, but I'd put together for like thirty two mil when I had to sell them all for like about two hundred million between them. But um, on the Premier League, by far the most interesting story I think this week is that West Brom sacked their chairman and chief executive this week. Yeah, you were saying, yeah. As a kind That's of... That's been out there, has it? But as no, a proper, like, like usually... we've made errors here, lads. But, like, it's for kind like, of thing... Surely Pardew's on, like... Are they Chinese elves now? Something There's like something. that. They, not talking about Chinese, but not foreign owners, but he's got to be in banging trouble. Parts? Yeah. yeah. He's got to be banging trouble, but... Well, if they're sacking the guys who hired him. True. Like. But, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, you know, but just, it looks just like look at the, the Blackburn story. Mm. Lads who are in charge of West Brom because, you know, Pardew might, might not be the greatest manager ever, but who do you replace him with? I mean, they are bottom of the league. They're like they're not even in that. They're stranded. Like it's it's one of those where it's like aren't they like six or seven points? The, the, now the thing you can't realistically or... say to them, oh, but replacing could no. make this worse. True. It's like well, how yeah. much worse yeah. can it get? It Poolish, <laughs> though, remember, Poolish had proper Mark Hughes them at QPR though. He had, yeah. Like they oh, yeah. looked shit. Because they didn't start that badly, if you remember. Yeah, no. no like, I mean, I say start, I mean, first five games were all right. Mm. And then they went they on a terrible... Remember, they went on well. a terrible run. And then there was that point where they'd been on a terrible one run, sorry. And, like, their next six games were, like, against the top six. Mm. And yeah, yeah. It was like, these lads are just not going to pick up a point for the next three months. Yeah, it so, was real, real grim. He grim left them in Grim City, Poolis. It, like, it is an interesting story, though. But like, I bet that's a shit squad. It's not great. Like, but that's the thing, though. Like when you've it's a proper Poolis yeah, squad it's as one well. Of those, like Mourinho's yeah. the same. Where when he's left a team, it does leave the next guy in charge. A lot of times, an insurmountable task <laughs> to overhaul a squad that's so tailor made to a specific playing style, and then go. unless I play exactly like Tony Pulis, this squad isn't going to work. However, he has just got sacked because this wasn't working. What yeah, to one day? Yeah, I don't know where you go from there, lad. Um, 
So yeah. they're getting relegated, I guess. Yeah, but sacking the like chairman and everything like that. Like football clubs don't normally do that. They're almost no. never held to account for, you know, like well, make, you've mismanaged. We're football. in different times now, aren't we? Because yeah. the chairman was usually the owner, but now yeah, exactly. the chairman's basically just general manager. But I mean, yeah, exactly. But that's ex- you know that's how it should work. Like essentially, a manager gets help. Like if he brings in loads of crap players yeah, and they're yeah. crap, he's not allowed to go. Not my fault. The players were crap. He's basically um, a continental director at football now. A director of football, isn't he? German. They've had that model for a while, West Brom, haven't we? Yeah. Where, like, it was all about the structure and stuff. Well, a lot of teams do We were talking about Leipzig before, weren't we? And their approach to... Well, their football manager approach to life, where they try and... Yeah, they don't send unestablished guys. They try and bring in, like... In the age, in between the ages of like maybe what nineteen and maybe twenty three or something, mm. and they, the exact age guys who they, the, guy, the guys who have got big resale value. So if they sold Timo Werner in the summer after buying him for about Timo like Werner? ten mil or whatever, they'd sell him for like sixty. How good is Timo Werner? Quality. Like, like, I've he's not scored, he's today. like he's incredible yeah. in football. He's not this director of football model, but I would say. It seems to work really well uh, at teams with a lot of uh, cash dollar. So it works well at teams with resources because it's all about signings and stuff. Yeah. For a lot of it, like Swansea have a similar model. But to be fair, from when Swansea came up to now, though, you'd, you'd, they take that. Yeah, totally. True. Like Swansea True. have. Yeah, Swansea's a success story. Yeah, like. like... But, they, I mean, they have been swimming against the tide for. Look, I think you years. know whether like, or not the director of football models, you know, works or what. what he, like having a long-term plan of some kind is is ultimately gonna be better. But I would say it's impossible to do that at a team. You can't have a long-term plan when your whole plan is about you like selling your best assets because, well, you know, Swansea is a success story, like completely, mm. but. At the top level, I don't... Because, you, you, like, Saints as well, like you go into the well too much. Yeah, but, I mean... But it's going to run out, isn't it? Yeah, the same Leipzig time, could though. do this for the next... The, with the resources Ooh. they've got, it won't well, really Leipzig's that isn't a plain style ethos, no. that's the difference. Like, Swansea's is like, it's a... Oh, we try and play possession football. But like they've only got... Best players but they've the only time. got, like... There's only so many managers who can keep yeah. that quality mm-hmm. level while also being attracted to managing Swansea. So, like, yeah. you know, Martinez, Rodgers, Mickey Loudrup for a little bit. Those six months I did it for. <laughs> but then, like, there's only, you know, it's not like Guardiola's walking through the door for him or... Yeah. Like a qu- even a quality, like, La Liga guy is not going to go, oh, Swansea's an attractive. Especially when you know you're not going to retain it's usually a any guy. of the players that you've developed. Yeah, I mean, the problem with player retention is, like, it's just reality, isn't it? Well, there's only so many of those players, I assume, away. in the world, isn't it? And yeah. You can only go to the well Plus, so with many the managers, times. it's usually, like, a well-travelled manager. Like, Marco Silva's been at, like, so many different teams already. He has, That's yeah. the sort of manager that Swansea will end up with. And they're not always, as you know, guaranteed yeah. successes. And then you're finding, but, halfway through a season, trying to find a new manager and stuff, and but how many of those teams as well, like around the bottom, uh, have been, who have had a, a similar kind of model, get praised 
for a certain window and then it was like remember when Newcastle were being credited as having like the best scouting system and recruiting system ever then yeah. that got shit somehow what yeah. about Leicester did it a bit now a few of those signings seem shit uh, you know yeah. Swansea did it I can't now it's remember not if we discussed it on the um, I think we discussed it last week on the, on the podcast but, but yeah like that does happen an awful lot there it's like oh Oh my god, how good are these guys scouting? Yeah, but you know, they're, just, they're, they're back to, to just being standard lads again now, so, so, so there you are. Um, anyway, we wandered quite far off the old prediction pack. Good combo, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good patter. Yeah, I mean, it's great banner. It really is. It really is. <laughs> it's, not, no, it's good banner. Not as good as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the last second. Yeah, I'm not seeing the second series. Is that your foot? I'm quite excited to see his new new, yeah. new thing. It sounds you amazing. You see it's, um, it's a bit, it, it's uh, off like the one show now. Yeah, yeah. So he's a <laughs> that, is, that is perfect partridge for a... Uh, yeah, he's like subbing in for a week. Is it the Gibbons brothers? Well, it seems like they, if you saw the documentary yeah. uh, on BBC a couple of months ago about like you know, the return of partridge and it talks about the history of partridge. They've really kicked it up a notch since those new guys have come yeah. into the creative team, and like, they, if anything, they've added more to. Well, they've they the they they've the made it less. Um, what was that Chris Morris show? Uh, the day today. Where they've made it like now he is proper more like the Alan Partridge that is around now is way more like daytime TV. Mm. Like he he. If he was a real person, that is, I'd expect him to be like on the one show or on it's not like not, a current yeah. affair show, like a political one on a what would you call? Yeah, like a daytime TV. Like a morning. Yeah, like yeah. this morning. That last four yeah. hours. Of the one and, show, something and like that. And sort of claims that it Big covers show. everything, but it actually covers nothing. Yeah, I. I've never watched more than four minutes of one show because it seems god awful. The only time it's I watch a magazine it, show. The only, the only time, time I, I ever see it, it is when they, for some reason, have the FA Cup mm. draw on. Yeah, that is fucking <laughs> weird. That. And then they have like they have fans outside, the door, like outside the studio yes. when they do it, and then they have random fans, uh, like shaking hands. But you watch the undateables. You know the weird like black. Leeds fan. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah, Leeds. Ray. Yeah. They had Ray on once. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously had no idea what was going on. It was like, Ray, just shake hands and walk away, mate. <laughs> Seems to be like the memo Ray got. Ray once took his, uh, his date to watch Leeds. And uh, they were, you know... Dad, well, he lives around, eh? Yeah. You're like, he's a massive Leeds fan from London. It, it's like, bizarre. It's, it is but, weird. But Leeds took his heart. So he took, his, uh, he took his new missus for a day uh, to watch Leeds, in Leeds. As you do. Yeah, I assume she's from London as well, because that's probably why he went on the yeah. day with her. So he went to Leeds, cheering Leeds on was Ray, uh, but his missus was cheering Leeds on, but seemed to think that Leeds were the other team. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. It's real as well. I, I've, I've been to Leeds. It's not somewhere I'd take someone on a day or... At all, I've been, been, I've, I've been once for a, it's, it's for okay, a, for a mate's twenty first, and we drove in a minibus in the snow. <laughs> Fair enough. Good on you. Was it was it a fun fun time? 
it was alright. It wasn't it, like we only seemed to go in two places. It was pretty. Why have we bothered to go yeah, to Leeds? I mean, you know, yeah. I had no idea if it's it was good or more bad. More than two places in Leeds. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, you know, I just assume so because there's a few unis there. So I assume they got some, but like, you know, we had no real know how of what was good and what uh, was I know a few so. people who either went uni there or been there and they seem to like it so they assume it's, it's not fine. well far from from Warrington yeah. so. smaller like people from Yorkshire though isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Do, and to be fair I'm not like being racist. cliched or stereotypical but there was various just Yorkshire chants because <laughs> they are ridiculously proud of the county they're from it's odd isn't it I mean like I find that the less you've achieved personally, the, the, the prouder you are of wherever you happen to be from. The more, um, would you say, ignorantly proud you are of nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, alright, mate. For me, if you're proud of where you're from, you're, it's like being proud of nothing. Yeah, being a, like, because it's not an achievement. Like, it's fine to, you know... I'm grateful to, that, to put that I mean, yeah. I'm grateful that I was born in England. Because let's face it, the majority of the rest of the world is a piece of dog shit. It's a big rim out there, yeah. And that's not having a go at the people from the rest of the world. Yeah, just it's just a lot of the places. Yeah. So I'm grateful to be English, but how can you say I'm proud to be English? Exactly. Like it doesn't, doesn't work make that any way. sense. Because like, it, you should, you've not done anything. But you accidentally became English one day, and but now. Can I reiterate? I am goddamn grateful. Oh, hugely. Like, it, it's all right being English, but but it's not something you did. Warrington's a shithole, but it's my shithole. That's right, though. <laughs> and I'm grateful I'm from Warrington. Yeah, it's all right, Warrington, yeah. But I'm not aggressively proud of it. I'm trying... Warrington till I die. I mean, I Warrington am, through and through. I'm not going to fight you if to you fair, insult you're, Warrington. You're all these things, eh? Yeah, I am, yeah. What, what, what those bumper stickers on? <laughs> what mean, I'll fight you if you say Warrington shit, even though it is. Yeah, it's a good bumper sticker. But you were founder of, I'm not quite sure what your manifesto was, but you were the founder <laughs> and commander-in-chief of the Warrington Youth. I was, yeah, yeah. It was, a re- it was quite misguided in, in retrospect. It, it really did not go well and just turned into a standard gang. Um, which is not, you know, not what we were going also, for at all. Didn't Sarah Beanie only say it was one of the best places or emerging places to live in England because you sent a count? Did she say that? Yeah. Mum and Dad are saying that to me constantly. Yeah, it is a badge of honour for old yeah. Warringtonians. It's, it's, yeah. it's a way well, to it was go. only because aid was ahead of a curve. To angry be fair. emails, didn't you, Mum? And friends to send bullets in the post. Catch it. <laughs> threw her over that I did and the cat litter as well. I'd have done all it. of it I'd have done it it is well better than it was when we were growing yeah, up yeah it is astronomically better for one it's, the it's town centre does not smell of piss anymore yeah but that's a really big bonus uh, but you know you've met you do know, miss the bus uh, the bus station but I like miss what was, but what was the, the actual rubbish? like shite version of Waterfields that Sayers everyone remembers Sayers yeah, it's a shame Sayers had to go. But it did have to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do miss There's not a room for Sayers <laughs> in this modern world, <laughs> you know that. Yeah, we, we, we do. I do miss Tramps asking me for fags when I was 11. Yeah, I mean, that bus station was a... was It really was something. It really was something. But you do know you've made it big as a place, but you've got an obscenely big Primark. It is. That's when you know. It's obscene, that Primark. I hate Primark. 
But anyway, coming back to Predictatron, finally. So I'll actually run through what we've got. So we've got Amiens to defeat Toulouse at home in France. Um, Paris Saint-Germain to beat Strasbourg to nil at home. Alaves to beat Deportivo La Coruña. Um, FC Cologne and Hanover to both score. And in the Napoli Spal game, essentially Spal to not score the goal. Bear the five, we've got that. And uh, tip of the week, week. Aids tip. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. No. Can we call it that? (laughs) No. So we've got like a trademark thing. No, we can't. Because other people have got a tip of the week. Yeah, but they're losers. We'll show them. We can have a tip of the week. No, we're not doing that. Monster. Um, So the best odds of all of those is Amien to beat Toulouse. But my actual tip of the week is Alaves to beat Lacaruna. So what were the odds on? 13 to 8. On the best one. 13 to 8 is Amiens. Yeah. Uh, PSG to win to nil is 4 to 6. Alaves to beat Deportivo is 10 to 11. Cologne and Hanover to beat uh, both teams to score is, is 8 to 11. And Napoli and Spal not to have both teams to score is 4 to 6. Does Bojan play for Alaves then? I don't know, but Deportivo are he was, pretty terrible. I don't know where he was. He was at Mines last time I looked, but I think he's at somewhere else now. Like in Spain maybe. Yeah, it's so, mad that he's still only 27 so yeah we're doing a Canadian which is 26 bets I'm not doing any Canadians mate. 78 quid returns 581 quid if they all win what's, what's the stake then? Uh, 78 quid ah, okay, sorry, so it's like um, <laughs> so basically it because like it's there's 26 bets out of 5 so in a Russian roulette style you've placed all our yeah, jackpot but if one loses, then like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you still win. Like I won't quit my job win. this week, no, mate. I'll no. wait for that. No, no, we'll we'll see. I'll have to try and put it on from Australia as well. Anyway, is that this predictatron done? Yeah. So I want to hear about what what John, what did John Barnes say? But okay. uh, you held off telling me so we could do it live. Yeah, on fine. Because can I just interject and say that John Barnes is probably my biggest football hero of all time. Fair enough. That's no lie, I've not just made no, that up now, he is. Right, okay. I, I've seen it. No, it, it, it is all true. Basically, when asked, like, apparently on TalkSport now, have either of you two listened to TalkSport ever? Because from everything I ever hear about what people have said on TalkSport, it just seems to be the worst thing in the world. You know what I hear when I listen to TalkSport? I just hear this and talk more, talk aid, try and say a point. Ah, well, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be That's what I hear on Talk. Every clip I've ever heard on TalkSport. But it's full that. of just like it's what, what it's you It's a fair assessment of TalkSport. From, what, from what I gather, and I don't listen to it a lot, or if ever, is it's a lot of shock jocks yeah. just but making of, like comments that you know in deep down they don't get well, yeah, On all the snippets, you know where I've like seen a headline like, yeah. this happened on TalkSport. It's always been two shock jocks of opposing yeah. um, sentiments yeah. shouting at each other. And it's really Mike frustrating. Pa- Mike Parry's still on there. I have no idea. He did give me one of my favourite videos ever. That is when he tries to down cinnamon. So Mike Parry, for sure, I don't, I don't even know how he got onto the cinnamon challenge. But the other best thing about it, though, just before you carry on, is how much he ridicules the lads. You know, we've done it and have yeah, shows him. He's like, ah, you know, this won't get the better of me, and he's like. 
Oh, pathetic these lads have struggled with the cinnamon challenge yeah basically he only does it himself like <laughs> what is the cinnamon challenge you just you eat like a like a, a tablespoon a, a tablespoon of cinnamon but like <laughs> right so like and he apparently I think before he did it was going about like how ridiculous it was and it was easy and very well just we're not doing that on this no of course not and then he tried to do it and I swear to god he nearly died <laughs> he genuinely had hell he went through hell it's like genuinely actually quite dangerous because it like uh, cinnamon apparently does a thing where it like um, like mixes with, with saliva and it goes quite hard and stuff and like control uh, inject- yeah you can like it's a real thing like most people don't obviously but it is a real thing but anyway on to Barnsley so Barnsley was talking about um, Liverpool problem. Liverpool and what what they need out of a footballing you know what what they should do in the summer and stuff and basically. Uh, his his response was they need better all round players. Yes, fair enough, but apparently Liverpool's problem is uh, they need a centre forward because um, Salah's not a centre forward and John Barnes doesn't think he's a player who can score goals consistently over a period of time. Um, Should we just move on? Yeah, but this, <laughs> this, this is my favourite. This is my favourite centre oh, in the world. <laughs> yes, we're scoring lots of goals, but can we see Mane and Salah continuing to score this amount of goals on a regular basis? I think we need to get better individual players now. Yeah, let's move on, Mike. Just move on. Just let's move on. on. That's hurting. Like, I actually think... Leave John Barnes alone, move on. No, I actually think, like Leave you Barnes said, that he's essentially just been told, look, you've got to say something that's going to make Liverpool fans call in and call you a big old idiot. Like, you've got to take one for the team here, Barnsley. You need airtime, mate. Yeah. We're like, only going to pay you if you're on air. Like, and you know, to get on air. we're all about people yeah. phoning in and calling us idiots, so you've got to say something outrageously ridiculous. Like, if everyone just just nods and goes, yeah, no, fair enough, Bouncy. No one will phone in to say that. And we can't get you back on the show. Yeah, exactly. So just just say something ludicrous, please. And that is the whole point of talked about, and it's just pointless. Is he better than I'm a celebrity, Bouncy? He was uh, on Big Brother, wasn't he? He was on Big Brother, wasn't he? He was on Strictly as well. Was he? Good yeah. Bouncy. And as I was telling you, there is a video doing rounds on, on the internet of him, essentially, like, some guy just does it on his phone on a tube, meets John Barnes on the tube, and John Barnes does the, uh, the John Barnes rap from World in Motion with him. And as, as I mentioned, he gets off at the next stop. Not convinced that was John Barnes' stop. <laughs> <laughs> think, he, think he was just like, look, this has been fun, but now the rap's over. Don't want to be here. Any. Like, you know, where do we go once it's ended? Hey, there's a price to pay for giving the people what they want. Yeah, like, what do you do afterwards? Can't just stand around. Can't sing it again. You can't, you can't stand around and talk <laughs> about the weather after you've done that rap, can you? No. Got to make an exit. Yeah. Pretty it's... sure he rapped it on Big Brother as well. Yeah, apparently he's... he's he like, just rapped he's okay. it. He is, he is... He's got, you know, he's having a similar life in that respect to Vanilla Ice, isn't it? Yeah. Wherever he goes, Barnes, he's got to do that. <laughs> Wherever <laughs> Vanilla Ice goes, he's got to do... Ice, yeah, ice I think baby. I understand this for, for a while there, Barnes, he was like, yeah, stop going on about the rap, lads. Yeah. But I think that was more, you know, when he was still like a footballer or manager or whatever, and he was like, and still lads, not as good. Lads, this is a press conference. A, no, <laughs> and more accurately, still had a few pounds in his pocket. Yeah, I was like, lads, this is a press conference, it's not the time. <laughs> but now he's like, like yeah, no, I'm a bit of a Now he's going around I'm going, yeah, him, I'll, I'll, I'll do rap. Not, he's like, you want me to sing it? I'll do it. <laughs> Mate, that look in his eye. But the big question is, do you two know the words to that? Because I do. That's what I'm asking. 
Well, obviously knowing who that is, mm. I don't know that guy. Like, yeah. Dick. Go on, start No, don't start No, we're not. We're not, we're not doing <laughs> the, 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 the Catch me if you can. Because I'm the England man. I said yeah. no. <laughs> I think I do though. I think what, I'm not sure I can do it dry. It's like, um, yeah. like, yeah, if I could do it with yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. have to go. I, I could do it really hard. fast, but I could relay it in my head and go. Yeah. Right. Like as it's happening, I'd go and. Yeah. Oh, I could do it while the music yeah. was on. Definitely. Music would be my lube. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. My mouth. I mean, I was gonna just leave it when I accidentally said dry is always <laughs> hard. Just gonna leave it at that. I don't know. No one noticed. But no, you had to. But go it away. can still be done dry. Just well, I can't enjoy girlfriend anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you don't go there, eh? You want to be like that, not me. Take that back. No, I'll never, I'll never take it back. I'll never take it back. I'll cackle into himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We got anything else? Because we got Groves Eubank this week. Oh yeah, shit, we do. Which you're missing. Yeah, I am. Well, who are you picking, Rob? Um, I'm going to tell you right fresh, now the fresher man I'm going with Eubank Jr I'm going with Eubank Jr but it wouldn't surprise me if Grovesy won yeah I mean I don't think Grovesy's you know, the only real thing world level and I think no it doesn't you know, but the only thing that scares me a little bit about a prolonged period in this division for Eubank is he's not the biggest no and Grovesy at this weight is like a pretty good like one punch Mm. Yeah, and Gro- Groves, if, if you recall, like, he did rock Carl Frock, who, yeah. even though Carl Frock was a bit long in the tooth, even by the first time granite I thought, chin. He, he was famed for having a granite chin. <clears throat> I don't know yeah. if you read today, though. I might. I don't know if it was actually today. I read it today. It might have been, like, sometime this week, but they asked Frotch for his prediction. And uh, I know he's got a thing for, you know, sticking it into Groves, but... As I was saying to to my mate, he had to sort of hope. To be fair, he started softening on Grovesy before he won his world title because he needed Grovesy to win to, you know, to make his own. His yeah, because in, in in boxing, it's all about at the end what was his record, not at the time. Oh, he was a yeah. this was a huge fight, etc. But they're asking about Eubank Groves, and he sparred with Eubank quite a bit. I think before one of the Groves fights. And he was like, I hit Eubank, like, I think he said six or seven times harder than he hit Groves with a punch that knocked him out. Granted, they were like 18-ounce gloves, like the sparring gloves, like, mm. so they weren't as, you know, more padded and, yeah. and what have you. But he was like, Eubank just brushed it off. Mm. Like, he thinks that he's stronger than, than Groves. Possibly. But I think Eubank's just boxing ability is underrated. It's superb. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say it's absolutely superb, but he, from where he, when people go, oh, but it might be like Saunders, where he gets out box, he's a totally different fighter to what he was. Before the Saunders fight, he was fighting me every week. He was. You know, yeah. the lads who I work with. Yeah. And then he, like, it, the leap was gigantic. Hmm. Um, I think he's going to. Well, I think Grovesy as well, even though he shouldn't, he gets. In unnecessary scraps on the inside, and I think, you think uh, to Eubank, that's like that's not what you want. Eubank's got the faster hands. He has, like Groves has got a world class jab, 
but he seems to go through periods where you start to using it. Yeah, and he gets like embroiled in like this inside dog fight where he's a bit like you forget like Groves is long in the tooth. Yeah, he's, he's not got hammer. tread on the tires, Groves. Right. Like he beat JB Cox, but it was like a real. But JB Cox and is he's a, not. He's a well, he's, he's a, a middleweight. Yeah, he's a and he's not that good anyway. Middleweight, isn't he? I wouldn't even say he's a middleweight. He's a light middleweight. But like the chewed enough fight, I know he won the belt, but. He sort of got chewed enough out there for his own good. You know, with all the stuff you see with boxing corn. Like, yeah. there's a few before that where, like, one of Groves' last opponents is like, in a, was in a coma and, you know, he took a bit more extra precaution. But, like, he had trouble in that fight against a guy who I think Eubank would just be. Anyway, my tip is I reckon Eubank will win it in nine. I think if Groves wins, he, he, he somehow knocks him out. I think if Groves win, it might be a body shot or something. Like if Groves yeah, wins, that makes sense. Like, I can see that. But he's got the power to do that. But I think the longer it goes on, I'm expecting Eubank to. Yeah. Because Gro- Groves is notorious for running out of steam. Yeah, and he just does like, look like a bit of a chubster a lot of the time. Like possibly. I saw. I've seen George Groves, by the way. Uh, in Bruce. the flesh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. in Hammersmith, uh, outside the Greggs. I was in Greggs walking out. He walked past, so he wasn't going into Greggs. But yeah. <laughs> I almost said, "All right, champ," but I didn't. Was that when he actually was champ? Or? Yeah, this was. He's champ now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. This was after. Yeah, he well, won he, the world in title. the tournament, he's number one seed. Groves, we should be. And Eubanks three, and then for he's some reason, champ. Callum Smith's turn. You hate Callum Smith, don't you? You, you hate all the Smiths. You would say. Yeah, for a, for a Joe Gade. No, not just for boxing no. Smiths. Anyone, you anyone. Call, you, can't, you can't call boxers jokes. No, no. that You can call footballers jokes, not boxers. No, but Paul Smith's a joke. Like, he genuinely is. <laughs> An actual joke. Paul Smith is a man, though, you've got to admire. Because no. he has made far more money than his ability would, mm. would suggest he would. That's what fighting is. Yeah, just yeah, you get punched in the face. You get punched in ma- the face. You got you yeah. got to wear that dollar, mate. He is so annoying. Got to get they that. Got to get that dollar, though, mate. Ooh. He's got that. Do- have you got that dollar? Well, he has. Would you say uh, even though he won, in he his, can buy you uh, who, who did he fight? Uh, Callum Smith in his first fight. I didn't say it, but he, he fought the is it Eric. Scogland. Oh, I, well, I, I haven't seen it either, but <laughs> no, apparently, uh, apparently in that fight well, he, he went yeah, to hell and back. He did, yeah. Which, um, which he won, a but... good sign against Eric Scogland. Not Eric Lamella, no. But he's got, he has to fight in Germany, doesn't he? Uh, against Bremer in the other semi-final, Callum Smith. So it'll be interesting to see how he... Because he's obviously going to be... It's a pro-Bremer crowd. Well, so. it's interesting to see what will happen. Well, he has to knock him yeah, out. I was say, he's yeah. going to have to give it a go, isn't he? He's not gonna I'm pretty out. sure, I'd say, even though it's the semi-final, this is the final this weekend. Hmm. Whoever wins out of Groves and Eubank will win the whole thing. I wonder... It'd be interesting to see what what would happen like, if, if uh, Smith, whatever that guy's name is, went to points and Smith was clearly robbed. Because obviously, you know... Tournament like that is the deal that he got like it goes down yeah, maybe, as a loss and he progresses. Maybe Germany can't be so the way Germany have been in recent boxing in such an international tournament. You'd yeah. think you'd think the judges were you know more of the uh, 
tournament. Well, the judging's been good in, in the yeah. World Boxing Super Series. Like, there was one in the Cruiserweight. away with hometown yeah. shit. There's a semi-final. Yeah, you still back. Well, there was yeah. a semi-final at the Cruiserweight, which was in uh, Bradis' home country of Latvia. And it went to points. And he, he didn't get it against the Usyk. Mm. Like, you would have thought... It, it, it was pretty tight. You would have thought they'd have gone, oh, he's... Yeah, he's, he's just shading it. Nah, I think they yeah, go well, like extra neutral. This is a big money yeah, spinner now. Going extra yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah, you want, you can't you take wanna... the chance of not being invited back. Yeah. Well, what they do is, I think they have four judges. So they have three, and then if it's a draw out, then three. Then there's like a tiebreaker. Yeah, and then that that's what I was thinking of. And, and then it, on your record, it's a draw, but that guy decides who goes through, yeah? I mean, I'm not sure about that, but they just... Uh, no, I'm almost know. positive that's how it works. So like, does it? If it's called as a draw, yeah. So for your record going forward, yeah, no, it's called it, a no, draw. No, no, no. But, but it's I, whoever wins the last round, I think it is. No, no, what happens is, right, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> appears <laughs> and just starts shouting toe-to-toe. <laughs> like, okay. I'm, I'm sure... I don't know <laughs> if it's actually been a thing, but I'm, I'm sure I read some of them bringing back the contender. They should. With Stallone. I don't know if it's I with won't, Stallone. I haven't went all the way to Cardiff to see one of the guys from the contender. Fight Joel Kalzaki. Mate, fight implies he didn't just get beaten around a boxing ring. <laughs> which he did. But it was weird, the contender. Hmm. Like, it, I enjoyed it. It, it was I just... Did. I never heard it. Like, the first series, you got... Like, Sir Joel Moore was a world The guy. snake. Yeah. Hmm. He beat that guy... Um, Joe Calzaghi beat Manfredo yeah. beat him twice didn't he oh that was the final wasn't it the first one he won quite easily then they had a rematch and people thought Manfredo won the second but he got the decision yeah yeah fair play Jim but then he, he yeah he won a, a world title yeah. Sergio Mora alright well we, we've, we're over the hour Mark so how about we oh, wrap this shit up yeah. Sure. So uh, when will the next podcast be? Depends whether I can be asked setting it up for next Thursday when I'm in Australia. Sneak preview. I cannot. So so it'll be uh, in two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So good. which one out of you two then is going to start hawking this? Uh, Rob is because he's You've got to respected. start hawking this now. Yeah, right? Rob, you're respected in the industry, which I'm not. What industry? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's <laughs> just, <the> <laughs> just any yeah, industry will do. Pedophile industry. <laughs> as long as it's an you industry, take, that's would, would you take a? Massive success, over sixty thousand views per week, but exclu- almost exclusive to the paedophile community. No, we don't need no, to become paedophiles, it, but would you take like I don't know, they no. see something in us? No. They're like, ma- no, we have to no. end the podcast. I think we would. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd have to go our separate ways, quite frankly. That'd be we'd, it. Be, we'd be asking ourselves till the day we die. <laughs> How did? Why? How did we get such an affinity with a paedophile? What did we say on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I a paedophile? How think... has it come to this? Like, <laughs> we the most seriously question your life. With the most <laughs> beloved <laughs> podcast in the paedophile community. When they get character analysed, they'll be like, yeah, striking we just like, <laughs> common similarity in all these guys is that they love this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's basically all of our listeners get arrested. <laughs> and and us, so we're and like, you've got to go as well, lads, just in case. And we're like, but come on. We did nothing. Also wearing eye patches. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. So anyway, to all our paedophile fans out there, you're not welcome. <laughs> yeah, all right. So yeah, two weeks' time, and hopefully by then we'll be rich and, and or famous. Peace out. <laughs>